Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hi guys, hello Blogging Breakthroughs. I feel like it's been a minute. How's everybody doing? I have some questions in a thread that I put up about what is your biggest fear about being seen online? And you guys can also tell me in the comments if you fear about showing up online, what it's about, and we can talk all about it. We can talk about all the things. And I think to some extent, like we always have a little bit of a fear, right? Of being our complete authentic selves, of being judged. Like there's part of our human nature that just wants people to like us, right? We're just like, I just want everyone to like me. And the reality is when you are public, when you're putting things out in the public, people can choose not to like you, right? And that can really freak us out. But I'm going to try and neutralize some of that today and neutralize some of the fear for you guys. I think a really smart thing if you're scared of being seen is just start somewhere small. So I always tell people to start on Insta Story. Insta Story is not live video. It's recorded video, but it's also only like 20 second clips. So you can just go on Instagram. It kind of gets you used to like talking into your phone because I don't know about you guys, but like I'm doing it right now. Like talking into your phone is a little cringy. You know what I mean? So Insta Story will help you kind of get used to talking into your phone, of being on camera, of how you speak. Like, you know, I speak a little bit different on camera than I do off camera, right? And it just gets you used to kind of practicing how you are on camera. In some ways, I'm afraid I hold back with some stuff. Well, you don't have to be 100% transparent either. So it's interesting because people have this perception of like, if I'm not scared to be on scene, then I have to just tell the world everything. And you guys would, I think, maybe be surprised to know I'm actually a very private person. There's a lot of things happening in my personal life that have happened this year that you guys don't know about, right? There's a lot of things that have happened with my family, with some medical issues, with all kinds of different stuff that I just choose not to talk to you guys about. Like, I mean, I don't feel like as your business coach um, and your mentor, I need to share everything with you. Sometimes I share stuff, right? Sometimes, especially if I feel like it can be helpful to you guys, um, but I'm not obligated to share anything, right? So I get to share, you get to decide what you share and what you don't share. And I like to share things in an intentional way. So, you know, there's lots of things that have happened that I choose not to share. So I just wanna offer you guys that. You don't have to share every single detail of your personal life at all. I definitely don't. Like I said, I have no idea really what's going on in my personal life unless I choose to share something or tell you guys something. By a B scene, do you mean video? Because I struggle with that in my writing too. It can be anything. So being seen, I just feel like is being visible online. So you can be visible in writing. You can be visible in pictures. I used to be really scared to have my picture on my blog, right? Being visible on camera. Just and being seen online, like letting people see you and your opinion and what you're about, right? That's what we're talking about here. I made a video about being over 40 on TikTok and some dude told me that he liked me on Curve Your Enthusiasm. I didn't get it. I don't get it either because I don't watch that show, but I will say I know people on TikTok can be really rude. I have no idea if that's a compliment or, or a rude comment or what. 
I don't even know if it's a conscious fear, but I do wuss out when I need to show up. Yeah, and it could be like self-sabotage, right? So sometimes we'll like sabotage ourselves into not showing up because we don't think we're good enough. So a lot of this stuff comes down to self-worth. So I'm going to go through some of these questions. Um, and a lot of them are really like self-worth questions because it's like, if you're, this is what I have to say really to you guys. <laughs> if you're anchored in a deep belief that you're good enough and your message is good enough and you're okay with you and you've got your own back and can you stand in that space and also allow other people to have their own experience no matter what it is, liking you, not liking you, hating you, not hating, hating you, they get to have whatever experience they want. It's not up to us. You don't get to decide if people like you or not. You just have to respect and allow them to have their own experience. And then can you be in your own experience and still believe what you have to say is valuable, right? Like I'm always like, you're powerful when you believe and know and decide to be powerful. So it's not that it's not that I really have anything super revolutionary to say all the time. It's just that I believe I have something important to say because I think it can help people, right? And I could say the exact same message, but if I didn't believe in it, right? If I was kind of like, well, like there's a lot of blogging coaches and a lot of blogging coaches make more money than me. And there's a lot of people talking about this already. And I could go talk to them, but you know, and then I go on camera with that kind of stuff in my head. And then I'm talking to you guys. My work isn't as powerful. Right. My work is powerful because I believe I'm enough. I believe what I have to say right now is good enough and I believe it's important. And I believe that the message I have to share is urgent and I believe people need to hear it and people need to listen to me. And because I believe that it's true. Right. Even if I were just saying the same words to you, if I didn't really think I was good enough, if I was like, ah, like, you know, Kate teaches blogging, like they should just learn it from her. And like, I don't really have like anything different to add. And I don't really have anything special to say. And like, ugh, like you guys ever tell me in the comments if you have those kind of stories. Right. But can you anchor into like actually? I am good enough and actually I do have something important to say and actually I can help people. And when you believe that then you do have something important to say, right? And you can help people. You get what I mean? It comes from you, right? It comes from your belief in you. So this is really about like you anchoring in a deep feeling of like, I am good enough right where I am. I'm good enough right where I am. I don't need any special certifications. And it's not to say like you can't go get other education. Like, of course you can. I'm doing it right now. I'm taking tons of courses and doing tons of stuff, but I'm doing that from a place of like, I'm good enough now. My message is good enough. I'm good enough. I can help people now. And I would like to have more knowledge. I'm not like, oh my God, I have to go like join this program. And if I don't join it, I'm not going to have anything to talk about it. I need something to teach. And like, I need to be a certified business coach before I can give business advice. It's like not from that place. Do you see the difference? I'm like, I'm good enough. I have a powerful message. I'm good enough as I am. I can help people right now, right where I'm at and right where they're at. And also I would like to have more tools. Right. So it's coming from learning from an empowered place. And the more you can anchor into, I am good enough. My message is good enough. This other fear and stuff will go away. So let's look at some of these. Some of these you guys put in the thread were really interesting. So Rebecca says, when going live, I'm worried about getting asked a question from my avatar or potential client and not knowing how to respond. So you guys tell me if you guys have a similar fear about like going on live video or coaching or in having someone ask you a question and not knowing the answer. I'm a big believer in transparency. Like I have a deep belief when I go live, 
that I literally never plan what I'm going to say when I go on camera. But I have a deep belief that I will say something powerful and I will say something helpful. And because I'm rooted in that belief, I don't really have a fear of like saying things wrong. You guys tell me in the comments if you're afraid of saying things wrong. Does anybody have that fear where they're like, what if I say something wrong or I say something in the wrong way or I'm not able to word what I want correctly or I stumble on my words or um, I answer a question wrong or someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer, right? And I always think like my job for you guys is to just be a resource, right? To be someone that knows that you can do it and believes in you and cares about you and gives you as many resources as I can. That's my job. My job isn't to have every answer to every question ever, <laughs> which you guys will know, like even in the mastermind, like they ask me questions sometimes and I'm like, I don't know, like you should ask Carly, like you should ask Kate, you should ask Mike, like, you know, I'm not a SEO expert. I'm not a Pinterest expert. You know, like I, my job isn't to have every single answer to every single question that you guys have. But does that mean because I don't have every single answer to every question that you guys have, does that mean that I can't be a valuable resource? I think not. I think I can be a very valuable resource to you guys and share a lot of different experiences and a lot of different perspectives and a lot of powerful messages and a lot of good information of things that I've experienced. And I can share all of that and also not know the answers right? You're not supposed to know all the answers. So that's kind of how I knew. I like to think about neutralizing things when things like start running off in my brain. I'll just be like, how do I neutralize this story? And so if I were telling this story about like, what if somebody asked me something I don't know, I would neutralize that by being like, well, it's not my job to know everything. <laughs> it's not my job to know every answer. Like I'm not, you're not supposed to know every answer. I'm not supposed to know every answer. And do you see how that neutralizes that story? Where it's just like your brain's like, well, what if they ask something you don't know? And you're just like, well, I'm not supposed to know all the answers. I'm not supposed to, right? And that, and you cannot have all the answers and still be helpful and still be a great coach and still be a valuable um, asset to people and still be good enough. Do you see where it, it like all circles back to that of like, I cannot know the answer. And that doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean I'm a bad coach. It doesn't mean I'm not good at what I do. It doesn't mean any of that. Remember, everything is neutral. These are all stories we're telling, right? So if I don't know the answer to something, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not supposed to know the, the answer to everything, right? And that neutralizes it. And I'm not gonna allow myself to tell stories about like, I'm not good enough and I don't even know the answer to that and I, I don't even know what to say, right? It's like, I don't tell any of those stories because I'm rooted in a deep belief that I'm good enough right now where I am and you're good enough where you are, right? I hold the belief for my client. I'm like, you're good enough as you are. I'm good enough as I am. We get to come together and collaborate. Um, and I don't have to like prove anything to anyone, right? I don't have to be like, oh, I'm like the smartest, smartiest, smarty pants <laughs> in the world. I just get to go on camera and be myself. And me showing up with the intention to help is enough. I've told this story before and it's kind of a dramatic story, but I'm going to tell it really quickly. I used to work at a rape crisis center and which is a very traumatic job in case you're wondering. <laughs> like I used to go to the hospital um, when people needed rape kits. I would go with them and make sure um, I would talk to the police if they needed someone to talk to the police and talk to the doctors and just make sure everything they were taken care of and like make sure this person was taken care of really well and everything was handled right in their case all this different stuff. So I would go with them and the first few times I went, I was so freaked out because they were, I've just been through usually a pretty traumatic experience, right? And they're like talking to me about it and I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? And what I realized was like, they don't need me to say something super profound to them. 
They don't need me to, I can't solve this problem for them, right? They don't need me to say something like super great. And like what someone said something in here too, it's like, you know, saying something super profound and super meaningful. They just need me to be there and care about them, right? And if you do that, that's enough. All they needed for me was to just show up and be me and do my best and care about them. That's it. That's all I had to do. I didn't have to say anything super great or profound or professional or any of it. Right. And that's how I see showing up for you guys. It's like, I don't have to say something super profound and have like the most smartiest, smart, smart thing to say. Right. I just have to show up with love in my heart for you and let you feel supported and let you feel seen. And if I do that, that's enough. Just me showing up to with the intention to support that person was enough. That's it. That's all I had to do. All you have to do is show up with the intention to support your person. And that's always enough, right? When you believe it's enough, it is. So because I believe whenever I come on camera and I show up with good in my heart and that's all I have to do, it's enough, right? That's all you have to do. You, you guys get what I'm saying. I know that's kind of an extreme example, but I think about that all the time. It's like, it's not like you have to say some profound thing or have some profound new thing to say or some new thing to teach. It's like all you have to do is show up for your audience. And if you do that, that's enough, right? Just like me going to the hospital and like sitting with them, that was enough. That's all I had to do was just show up. Does that make sense? And so that's how I see it. And that's how I see it when I go on live stream. And that's why I'm not worried or nervous about like, what if someone asked me this question? Or what if I say this wrong? Or because I'm rooted in this belief that as long as I show up to help you, I am enough. That is enough. That's all I have to do. That's the job right? Just like going to the hospital and sitting with them and just showing up and being there. That was the job. In online world, this is the job. Just me coming on camera and showing up, right? And trying to help and caring about you. That's enough. That's all I have to do. I don't have to have some like super smart, profound thing to say all the time, right? I say dumb things on the live stream literally every time I go live. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have seen me do it, right? <laughs> sounding ingenuous and not coming across authentically. This is interesting. Kind of, I saw Kim's question too. This kind of is what I was gonna say to Kimberly is like, you know, you have to allow people to have their own experience. So you guys get to think whatever you want about me. You can think I'm an idiot. You can think I'm stupid. You can think I'm ugly. You can think I'm gross. You can think I'm not good on camera. You can think I'm full of crap. You get to think whatever you want, right? And I'm totally okay with that. I'm like 100% willing to let 100% of the people have their own experience. I'm not trying to make you feel a certain way about me. I'm not trying to make you like me. I'm not trying to manipulate people into feeling certain things about me or, or thinking positive about me. I'm letting you have your, your own experience. And part of that might be people might think that you aren't authentic. People might think I'm not authentic and it doesn't have anything to do with me. So what other people are thinking and doing that's just their experience. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It doesn't have anything to do with you. So if someone thinks like you're inauthentic, that's really a reflection of probably something they need to process. And you need to just let them have that experience and let them think that. They can think that. They get to think that. 
like we're all like no like I want them I want them to think this and this and this it's like no like that's not um Katie Byron always says like there's your business God's business and other people's business stay in your business <laughs> stop being in other people's business don't get in God's business y'all ever get in God's business I get in God's business sometimes I'm like how's it gonna happen how's it gonna work out what are we gonna do like you know don't get in other people's business let them have their own experience they get to think whatever they want they get to think whatever they want they're having their own experience like let them be it doesn't it's not about you right we're always making everything about us like we don't want them to think this because of how it makes me feel and what about me it's not about you it's about them let them have their own experience in their own human body <laughs> okay <laughs> they get to think you're inauthentic they get to not like you. They get to judge you. They get to think whatever they want. And you can also like, I'm always just like, just let them be wrong. Like they can be wrong about you. People are gonna be wrong about you. That's okay. You let them be wrong. It's fine. Like, you know, they can think you're inauthentic and also they can be wrong. And also you can just let them have their own experience. You stay in your business, in your body, in your heart and worry about what you're doing. Right? You cannot think about what other people are going to think or what other people are going to do or what other people are going to feel or what other, other people are going to perceive you as. Because when you start doing that, you're actually being manipulative. Like, think about this. Like, you're actually being manipulative. You're actually like, I want to make sure I like, you know, go on camera a certain way or be a certain way or say certain things because I want people to think I'm authentic. And it's like, you're actually like trying to manipulate and change the way people are seeing and perceiving and feeling. Right? And don't instead of trying to manipulate people just let them have their own thing they get to think whatever they want they get to think whatever they want and they get to have their own experience right and can you stay in your experience and going back to what we were talking about in the beginning can you let them have their own experience and be rooted in a deep feeling of knowing like i am good enough i'm still good enough i still believe in my message and i still believe in myself even when other people are having all these other experiences about me and think I'm inauthentic or are trolling or are doing whatever, can you let them have their own thing and stay grounded in a deep sense of knowing that you are good enough, right? That's the game. You see what I mean? And it's like the more you can stay in other people's business and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to let them think whatever they are going to think. And they, and that's okay. They get to think that. They get to think that about you. They get to think you're inauthentic. They get to think um, you're not good at what you do. They get to think you're not a good person. They get to think whatever they want. They get to think whatever they want. Leave them in their experience. You guys got me? <laughs> Tell me in the comments, is this making sense? <laughs> Rambling too much. Melissa, I think this is ironic that you're putting this in my comment box about rambling too much. When on earth have you ever seen me do a live stream where we stay on topic? Never, 2000 and never <laughs> is the year that that happened. <laughs> I mean, I talk about all kinds of random things. Who knows what we're going to talk about on any given live stream on any given day? We just don't know, right? Like some days are a little more rambly and weird than others, right? And I'll just be like, everybody, I've had a lot of coffee, like buckle up, right? And some days I'll have something really kind of specific I want to say. But the way my brain works and my thoughts come out my mouth is that I it, I can't tell like a short story. Like I'm just not someone that's like, you know, get to the point. I'm just not that type of storyteller I'm not that type of communicator or talker or speaker. So anytime I'm like talking about anything, it's like we go over here and then I go over here and then we go over here and then we go over here and then like, you know, eventually we get up here to the point. And that's okay. 
I mean, I'm not going to, this, this is the thing is like, I'm not going to make that mean anything about me. I could make that mean a bunch of stuff about me. I could make that mean like, I'm not good on camera. I'm not good at live stream. I can't go live because I can never get to the point and I ramble and I say something stupid and I, I can't go live. I'm not the type of person that's good on video. Um, I, I have to make sure my podcasts are edited because I can't get to the point. I don't make it mean anything about me. I'm just like, yeah, like I talk and ramble a lot. Like, it is what it is. And there's people I'm sure that find that freaking annoying and don't follow the podcast and don't watch the live video. And they get, like, they get to think that, right? They get to think that. And I get to have my own experience where I'm good enough as I am. So me rambling and telling stories the way that I tell them and talking the way I talk is still good enough, right? All, Cause my job is just to show up and hold space for you guys and be supportive. All I have to do is show up and it's always enough. Right. Even if it's rambly, even if I say something stupid, even if I tell a stupid, irrelevant story, which I mean, every time I'm on live, you guys ever watch one of my live videos where we haven't talked about something off topic. It's like <laughs> it just is what it is. Right. But I don't make that mean anything about me. I'm just like, yeah, I can't get to a point. My live streams can be a hot mess sometimes where we don't even finish one complete freaking thought. Right. And I'm still good enough. And I'm still good enough and I still get to help and I still have value to, to offer to people. Right. So it's, it can be both things. So ramble on sister. I don't know. I think that I thought that was hilarious. You put that in my comment. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> she's worried about rambling too much. Like, has she listened to me? <laughs> Having someone or a bunch of someone start arguing with me or trolling me. What recently happened to Rachel Miller? I didn't see what happened to Rachel Miller, but People get to have, be, do, think, react however they want. They get to react and they get to be rude. They get to be not nice to you. They get to be upset about something you're saying. Like other people get to do whatever they freaking want. And you might disagree with it and think it's unfair, but you have to just let them have their experience. It's not about you. It's about them. Right. And maybe they need to work something out or process some grief or move some stuff around. And you just let them have that experience and you stay rooted in your truth and your good heart doing your work. And, and you just show up to help and that's it. And then let people do whatever they want. Right. They get to think whatever they want about it. I put my message out and my work out and you guys get to think, say, do, feel whatever you want. Like we're trying to police people's emotions. We're trying to police the way people think about us. We're trying to like really like um, make people be a certain way. Like that's what I'm saying about it's actually manipulative when you're like, I just, I want to like make sure everyone likes me and everyone responds positively. And you're trying to like make people do something or be a way or think a way where it's like, that's actually really manipulative. You need to just let them be. They get to be whatever they want. They get to think however they want. Does this freak anyone out? Tell me what you guys think about that. And and let them have, it's important that everyone has their own experience. They're on their own walk. You don't know anything about them. You have no idea what's going on with them, right? And you have no idea what their history is, what their future is. Like maybe they're supposed to be a jerk right now. Like maybe they're supposed to be a jerk right now, right? <laughs> My friend, um, my coach, Natalie Bacon, always says she's like, everything is how it's supposed to be. She's like, if people were supposed to be different, they would be different. And she's always when she she's always saying, like, you know, that 
you can create a lot of suffering thinking people are supposed to act different or they're supposed to think different. You're supposed to do this thing. But what if they're not? What if they're supposed to be rude? Like, you know, just let them be rude and let them walk out their own experience. And you never know. Like, maybe someone is going to go through the experience of being a jerk. And at the end of their life, they're going to have some sort of epiphany. And that's what they were here to do in this lifetime was, like, learn that one lesson. And to learn that one lesson, they had to be a jerk their whole life. Like, you know, and you don't need to worry. Like, <laughs> people that are unhappy and rude and jerks, like, they're not going to win. So it's like, you don't have to worry. It's like you know, it all sorts itself out. So it's like they get to be rude and have their own experience. And the reality is, it's probably going to be hard for them. They're probably creating a reality that's pretty tough for them. And they're probably going to have to walk through some seasons that are pretty humbling for them. And you just get to let them do that, right? They get to do whatever they want and be however they want. Megan, I love this question. She said, invalidation, I grew up being invalidated constantly and I'm still getting used to people actually wanting to hear me and see me. I'm still really afraid of posting something and getting comments saying I'm being stupid or overly sensitive or I'm exaggerating, right? So I'm sorry that you had this experience, Megan. Like no one ever deserves to be spoken to like that or be abused. And what I'll say too is like, you get to let other people have these experiences and you get to have boundaries. I'm like, if you're rude to anyone in any of my groups, you out, you ban, you blocked. Like we don't even warn anybody. It's like, if I see a comment in any of my groups or any anything, not even just to me, if I see anything slightly unkind or rude in any of my internet world, you're gone, you're out of here. Like, I don't, you don't get to be around me. You don't get to be around my community. Like, you know, there's no warning or anything. It's like, we just kick people out and block them. <laughs> so, so you don't have to just, I'm not saying be a doormat and just let people do whatever they want. Do you guys see the difference? But I am saying like, this is the thing is like, can you love yourself enough that someone can say you're stupid and you still know it's not true? right? Can you be deeply rooted in being good enough to where you're like, yeah, that sucks. And it might sting a little bit, but you're like, but at the end of the day, like, I know I'm here. I know I believe in my message and I know I believe in me and I've got my back, right? I've got my back. I don't need anyone else. You don't need anyone else to like you. Like we're all like, oh, I want like my husband to support me or my husband, my brother to support me. Or like, we all want my family to like believe in me. It's like, no, like you don't, aren't guaranteed that. You aren't entitled to that. You aren't entitled to anyone else supporting your dreams. You have to back your dreams. It's about you, right? Yeah, be nice if like everyone we cared about loved us and thought we were amazing, but that's not my experience. And that's certainly not a lot of other people's experiences. But even though my family doesn't understand or people don't like what I'm doing all the time, I still love me and I still know I'm doing the best I can and I still think I'm good enough and I still believe in my dream, right? I still believe I can do it. I still believe I can help people, right? Even though we, we get troll emails, like I get mean messages online, right? And I just, I just am like, kind of like, yeah, you get to think whatever you want. And like, also you can like be blocked <laughs> and do some healing around some of this stuff, right? A lot, I've had to do a lot of healing around different trauma and different stuff I've experienced too. And just go back to that past version of you, Megan, that experienced that and send that version of you a lot of love, you know, like I have so much love for past faith. Like she was really doing the best that she could. Right. And I love her so much. And I'm so sorry that I put her in such bad positions with so many bad people. And I just send her so much love. 
right? So love yourself through that. Like, can you love yourself through that experience and be like, you know, I'm sorry that you had that experience and I've got my back now and I'm going to protect me now and I can keep myself safe now and I'm not going to let those people around me anymore, right? And the thing is, is too, is like, you get to decide who's around you. So if your family is rude and treating you unkindly, you can let, like, let them have their own experience. Like I said, they get to think whatever they want. And also I get to have my own experience where like, you don't get to talk to me like that. (laughs) So you can straight up tell your family, like, look, if you're going to react this way, you don't get to be around me. Right. Um, I've had this experience with different people in our family that were alcoholics. And it was like, you know, you can be around the family if you're sober. And if not, like you have to leave, like, and it just is what it is. Right. And it's like, we love you so much. Um, and you're welcome anytime, but if you were drunk, you have, you can't be drinking like around the family. And it's just, that was just the boundary. And it's like, you know, you can set boundaries for people. The thing with boundaries is like, then you have to let them do whatever they want. Right. So you're not like trying to control anyone. It's like, here's, here's the thing. And you get to make a choice. You, they get to choose whatever they want. If they want to get drunk, like they get to make that choice and then leave. Like that's, You see what I mean? It's not like trying to be like, oh, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. It's like, no, like they get to do whatever they want. And there's, and also there's a boundary, right? So what people do a lot with boundaries is they're like, I'm setting up boundaries, but then they're really trying to like control people's behavior. It's like, you have to let them behave and do whatever they want. So you have to let them behave and be rude um, online. But it's like, hey, like I told you, if you comment something negative on my post, I'm going to block you (laughs) or like, I'm not going to talk to you for a little bit. Or like, I'm going to take you off my social media. If you're not comfortable having them on your social media, you can take them off of your social media. That's your choice, right? You're always making choices and decisions. You're always 100% responsible for what you're choosing to do. So you can just choose like, yeah, I want, I do want my family on my social media. Like I do want that relationship with them. Or you can be like, no, I don't actually, actually, actually not. <laughs> and like you can block all of them. <laughs> I give you, do anybody need permission for anything else? I'll give you permission. Yeah, but, but do some healing around this, right? And it sounds like that's a pretty traumatic thing to live through. So like do a lot of deep healing around this and give yourself a lot of love and have a lot of compassion for yourself. Um, and you know, living through what sounds like a pretty verbally abusive situation is really tough, right? And get support if you need it. There's definitely like, I've worked with a lot of really good therapists to process some of this stuff. And there's lots of people that can support you. Kimberly said, having something completely unrelated to my niche and company be dragged out and used as a valid reason to hate me, like what happened to Ruth Suko. Yeah, and this is what I was saying, Kimberly, is like people get to think whatever they want. So it's important, I think, you like your reasons for how you run your company and you feel really good about it and it's aligned with you and your values. And the people that align with you and your values will follow you, just like the people that align with Ruth and her values follow her, right? But not everyone aligns with her and her values, right? And that's okay. That's okay, right? It's completely okay. So not everyone is going to like you or has to like you. Like you get to let them have their opinions, their experience, their thoughts, and they get to think whatever they want about your values and your company. But do you feel good about it? right? Do you like your reasons? Do you like your reasons for how you're doing things? Kelly said, people making fun of it behind my back. (laughs) I love Paula. Paula, it's like, give them something to talk about. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah, people are going to talk, girl. People are going to talk. 
And the reality is like they, like I said, like you don't get a say in how people receive these things, right? So it's like, can you put things into the world and feel good about it and then let people react to it however they want? They get to react however they want. They might make fun of you. They might call you stupid behind your back. They might not like you and tell other people not to follow you. They might be rude in the comments. Like you don't get any say over that, right? But it's like, can you be deeply rooted in your self-worth and your mission? And can you still feel good enough and let them have their own experience? You guys see this? I just want you guys to know, like, I believe in all of you. And I think everyone, you know, like I say all the time, like I call, intentionally call in here women that are meant to be leaders. And the reality of being a leader is that you don't get to be liked all the time. Like, that's not being a leader. You guys see that? It's like being a leader... Um, it's not always fun, right? It sounds cool. It's like, oh, we're all leaders and like, we're all going to the top. It sounds cool. But like the reality of it is that people are not always going to like you, but that's the cost of being a leader, right? It's like, we have to, we have to say things, do things and be different than how other people are being right as leaders. You guys see that? And so it requires you to be different than how everyone else is being. You can't be a leader and also just do everything the same way everything everyone else is doing. You see? You have to be willing to be different. You have to be willing to think different. You have to be willing to look different. And a lot of people don't like that when we look different, right? It's like everyone wants everyone to conform and all be like all together, right? And your brain will start to freak out too because there's a really big... you know, back to our caveman brain, our brains really haven't evolved all that much, even though life has changed dramatically over the last hundred years, but there's still part of our brain that's like, we need to be liked because it was survival, right? It was like women that were not liked were outcast, literally cast out of the tribe and left to die. Like that was the consequence, right? So our brains learned to be liked. That's why you want to be liked. That's why this is so hard because you guys ever have this experience where someone doesn't like you and it really freaks you out and it really sends you and you're like, why do I care so much about this? (laughs) It's because it's like those primal parts of your brain are like going off like, no, 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 no. Like we need them to like us. We need them to like us. Like, no, no, like all that stuff. It's those survival parts in your brain. So we do have like fight or flight and survival parts of our brain that can be triggered by people not liking us or feeling like we're different, or feeling like we're not doing everything the same as everyone else. But you can just be aware of that, right? I'm always saying like, be on to yourself. You can be aware that that's what's happening and still walk your truth and still show up for your community, right? There's people that need you and need to hear from you. There's people that need to hear your message from you, specifically from you, not from anyone else, right? We always like look around and we're like, certainly it's not me. Like, certainly it's not me, though. Like, certainly, like, there's that person, that person, that person, like, you know, and I think they're really special and awesome. But, like, I'm not, though. It's not me. It's like, no, it's you. You're the one. (laughs) It's like, you're the one. Someone needs to hear from you. There's no way you would go through this whole journey that you've been on, this whole experience, right? There's no way. And you would end up in my community by freaking accident. Like, no way, right? It all happened on purpose because someone is needing your message from you. And it's your job to kind of like ignore those primal parts in our brain and be like, no, like, you know, I can be afraid and still show up. And even though I don't, I, there's part of my brain that doesn't like when I'm not liked, 
I can still show up for my people. Is this helping you guys? Anyone else get in the mastermind and start listening to Faith and realize you have a bunch of shit you've been telling yourself that you need to heal because wow, I feel like that. Yeah, that's what we're doing here, right? We're all processing and healing. I healed a bunch of stuff like just this week, I've been processing a lot of stuff, but that's what we do. Like that's part of our human experience, right? It's like um, processing things and healing things and feeling things and having different physical experiences and then processing that all in our emotions. And like, you know, that's just part of our human experience. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's like, um, I've been doing, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've seen, I've been doing, they call it the class and it's a, it's a workout class, but it's like really, it's really energetic about like moving stuck energy in your body. If you have like trauma, like I have a lot of like physical trauma I feel like that lives in my body this workout is uh, like absolutely insane it's like all about moving all of that stuck energy and past experiences and stuff out of your body through movement um, and music and dance and like it's just very very powerful but she was saying in the class I was doing earlier she was just like you know we're all just in process and it's like some days like you might want to cry or you might want to be mad or you might want to feel whatever and all of it is okay and all of it is good and all of it is fine because we're always just in process right what happens is we make it all mean a bunch of crap about us where we're like i have to heal and i'm messed up and i can't even be a leader yet because of blah 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 and it's like no like actually not like actually what if none of that is true and you're just in process you see the difference instead of making it mean a bunch of stuff, right? It's just like, no, I'm just in process. I'm, I'm just in the process of being a human being. I'm just in process. That's all. <laughs> and take some of the, sometimes we have to take some of the edge off of some of these stories we tell ourselves. <laughs> you can't change what you're not aware of. So yay for this. Yeah. And I'll tell you guys, like, I have a lot of friends that say like, they're just like, wouldn't it be so nice to be less aware? And like, wouldn't it be so nice to just be ignorant and like not know you have all this work to do? And I'm like, I don't really think so. Like, I really think like, I really think what we're meant to do is like to evolve, right? And we're on a trajectory of spiritual involvement, emotional involvement, mental involvement, like we're evolving throughout our lives. And I think to opt out of that is deeply unsatisfying to like our human spirit, right? Because it's not in alignment with how we're supposed to be living, right? So I think we're supposed to, I'm going like really deep today, good God. <laughs> I think we're supposed to struggle and we're supposed to be in process, right? And that's okay. It doesn't have to mean anything bad. Right. I could be like, oh, my God, like I'm so fucked up and I had all this stuff come up in, again. And you guys ever do this where you're like, oh, I thought I was over that. And like, why is this all coming back up? And I can't believe I could like tell all those stories. or I could just be like, oh, I'm just in process. I'm just a human being in process. I'm just processing this human life I'm living. Right. And we all have different emotions and different experiences every day. <laughs> I was just listening to your podcast and realized the real thing is on. <laughs> I'm here, girl. I'm here. <laughs> Is everybody good? Are we, what are we thinking? I think that we're all leaders and you're all more powerful than you guys realize. And you guys, you have everything you need because your brain doesn't want you to be different and doesn't really want you to be a leader. It wants you to like stay in the herd, right? Your brain will kind of tell you like, oh, we're not ready yet. Like we're not ready to be seen yet. Like I need to like take this course or do this certification or get my website this way or get the social media set up this way. And we're not ready to be seen yet. And I want to offer to you, you are ready to be seen now. You're good enough as you are, 
right? And it only gets better. So you're good enough now and you're gonna grow and get even better, right? And so you have to show up for the people that do need the message. And can you do that and let those other people have their experience? Can you let people not like you, right? It's like they get to feel, do, say, be whatever they want. Does this all make sense? Yeah, I'm listening over and over to this until it gets through. Thank you. I'm glad it resonated, Kelly. Yeah, I've always learned some new nuggets of information from you. Oh, thank you, Christina. That makes me feel so good. I think we'll just do some really like deep blog talks with Faith, coffee blog talks with Faith in the group. That's all I have to say to you guys. And just remember that you're more powerful than you think you are. You already have everything you need. Everything's working out. Everything is working out better than you can imagine. That's one of my affirmations. Everything is working out better than I could possibly imagine, right? It's all unfolding right now. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm always led and supported. And the more I shift into that energy of surrender, of like, I know that this is unfolding the way it's supposed to, and I don't have to worry, right? The more I shift into that energy, the more like magical things just keep unfolding. So I really believe a lot in the power of surrender. Our human brains like to try and tell us like, I got to figure it out, got to figure it out, got to figure it out, got to know, got to know, got to know. And it's like, actually not. Like, actually, like, I get to believe, like, everything is going to be perfect and everything is going to be good. And I don't have to always know how it's going to go. I can just, I can still believe that it's all going to be great and wonderful and perfect, even when I can't see how yet. Right? And that's kind of the key. <laughs> it's like that energy of surrender. It's like, can you hold the vision? I know that the business is going to grow and it's all going to work out. Can you hold the vision and not know the exact steps? and still be certain that it's happening and it's happening exactly how it's supposed to. That's the key. So anyway, I'm gonna get off of here. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys for hanging out. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own and I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.